I think one of the reasons our passions are so personal to us and they're afraid at times to share is because we are afraid of being rejected. We're afraid of... We're afraid of somebody seeing that part of us and not liking it and judging it and turn and shutting it down and, and them looking at us differently because we have a passion about something that they don't understand. We're afraid to brand ourselves. We are. We're afraid to share these things because then when, when that gets attacked or torn down, it's so close. To, it's like, you know, it messes with our identity. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Paul Mary, And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University, where we help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, because we're going to do a part two of it today. Yesterday's episode was episode number 1,487, Make More Time to Practice Your Passions. Today is episode number 1,488, and it's, I guess it's Make More Time to practice your passions part two and the reason we wanted to do a part two of this episode is because we had a lot of live breakthroughs yesterday when we were talking about this and it all started from a relatively funny story about how when you're on dating apps or you meet someone new they they tell you about their passions and then you spend years with them and then you realize maybe they don't partake in any of the passions that they listed and it's either a lack of time or maybe just a lack of prioritization and in yesterday's episode, we were talking about the depths of why that might be. And I was thinking after the gym this morning, I was in my car and I was reviewing yesterday's episode. And I think the reason our passions are so important to us and sharing them can be a very, very vulnerable place is one, oftentimes our passions are connected to our core values. That's one. And two, our passions are very, very, very personal because... They mean, they might mean way more to us than they mean to anybody else. Mm -hmm. And that's why when you meet someone who has a similar passion to you, you connect. The fact that you don't like UFC, when we were in, you and I went to, when we were in Pittsburgh for our speech, we ended up staying an extra day because Alan went to this dinner that I didn't get invited to, unfortunately. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I remember saying, hey man, I'm going to watch UFC. Uh, Saturday night what are your thoughts on that and you're like yeah dude whatever I'll just work and you know maybe I'll, I'll watch a fight or something with you but there was a there was a part of me that was afraid that you'd look up and say like why do you like this man he's bleeding all over each other sweating all over each other and then then what do I say I don't know man I just like it leave me alone why do you like the why do you like the shit you like you're weird <laughs> I'm not weird so I, I think connecting to what we talked about yesterday your passions are very close to your heart. One of the reasons they're so close to your heart is for most of us, or many of us, our passions do not produce any profit. They're just things that we love. We, would, we love them so much that we would do them for free. If somebody came to you and said, hey, and obviously in a, in a different universe, Alan, we're going to take care of all your bills. We just need you to watch 
eight movies a day. That's it. Let's say four movies a day. You need to work, we'll just do an eight-hour day, we'll watch four two-hour movies, we'll have snacks for you and everything. What are your thoughts on this new career move? You'd be pretty excited about that. I had considered being a movie critic at one point. So I think one of the reasons our passions are so personal to us and they're afraid at times to share is because we are afraid of being rejected. We're afraid of... We're afraid of somebody seeing that part of us and not liking it mm-hmm. and judging it and turn and shutting it down and, and them looking at us differently because we have a passion about something that they don't understand. I think it's that when you don't understand a passion, it is the, the collective you, not you. It's very obvious. It's very obvious when someone has no idea why you value what you value, you can tell they have no idea. And oftentimes that lack of awareness seems like lack of interest and or support i it's so interesting because and anyone who listened to yesterday's episode knows that i and i told kevin this before a lot of the episodes we do i feel very confident like i i've drawn a lot of conclusions that are accurate i consider myself a scientist i'm always running experiments i'm always trying to contemplate i'm always trying to understand i'm always trying to have a deeper level of understanding and i this is you can tell based on the last episode and right now i don't fully understand this yet I haven't connected all the dots yet. One thing that did come to me, though, that I think would be of value is I didn't mean to do this, but I think there have been times where I've unintentionally minimized other people's passions. Mm. So, for example, people who are obsessed with cars, I just don't get it. I love it. I just don't get it. It makes no sense to me. Mm. And what's really fascinating about this, and I'm not going to make Kevin feel bad for his liking of cars, but it seems really dumb to me. And that's okay, but and while while I have maybe unintentionally minimized other people's passions at times, I've definitely never bullied anyone for them. Like I didn't mention that UFC thing. Oh no! I we, actually, if anything, talked to you about it, and I asked yeah, you yeah. about it. And, yeah, we we hung out. We had pizza. It was all gravy. Right, and I asked you questions about different fighters, and I love the mastery of UFC. I love the mastery of martial arts. Mm. You know, the amount of dedication, the work ethic, the discipline, the the craft of it. And I think that's all really awesome, but I also am super passionate about mastery. Yeah. And if this even goes way back to of my stepdad used to build engines and build cars and I didn't really like him. We didn't get along well. And so I think part of it has to do with my own stuff anyway. And so you don't have to agree with someone else's passion. And if I made Kev feel bad for his passions, I don't think I do, but if I did, Mm that would make him want to hide them even more when he's around me. And if he made me feel bad for my passion for finance or business or science, technology, engineering, mathematics, that, you know, it's so interesting. If you're out there watching or listening this to this, if Kevin and I can create safe space for each other to lean into our passions, we're actually going to be way more successful, not way less. And I think that's a fascinating breakthrough because if you're passionate about cars and you're passionate about rapping and you're passionate about martial martial arts, how many other people in the world are passionate about those things? More than self-improvement for sure. (laughs) Definitely. Right. And, and if I'm passionate about science, technology, engineering, mathematics, business, and finance, how much will that help our business grow? Right. Whereas if I have to exile that part of me, hide that part of me where our business isn't going to be as successful, 
if you have to hide those parts of you, our business isn't going to be as successful. Now, if you go off the rails and you're buying a bunch of cars at the expense of our business, that's a different story, right? right. So obviously you have to drive to five with this. But at the end of the day, I didn't realize that I've been hiding my passions my whole life to, to some extent. I think less now than ever. But I remember when I first found personal development, I was 26 years old after my car accident. I just was obsessed. I mean, I was like, this is it. This is the answer. This is what I've looked for my whole life. Wait, so if I improve myself, my whole life will improve? Oh my God, this is the best. Because before that, I was always focused on external results. I was really good at achievement, but not as good at personal growth. And I think I was emotionally immature in hindsight. Now I went all in on the inner work and then the outer results are a byproduct of that. But our whole business is designed around our passions. You turn your passion into purpose, into profit, and I think that it's one of the main reasons people don't achieve their dreams, I think, is because they're so scared to share their passions. And you can't be profitable without sharing it. That's fascinating breakthrough. Mm. You, you cannot turn your passion into purpose. Passion is for you. Passion is something you adore. It's something that you're obsessed with. You don't even need to know why. You just, you're obsessed with it. You love it. You always have. Purpose is serving other people with that. And profit can't come unless one and two are already taken care of. Meaning Kevin and I are passionate about self-improvement. Holistic self-improvement. Now we are in service of you right now, sharing holistic self-improvement with you, purpose, for a profit, indirect profit. Obviously, we don't make profit off this show. We don't have ads, but we have coaching. We have clients. We have group coaching. We have all these other things. So I think a lot of us don't live our dream life, Kev, because we are afraid to share our passions. And it makes sense because when we're young, when you share your passions, you get made fun of. Mm. You know, you're a young, you were a young man once. I was a young man once. <laughs> a group of guys sharing passions. I mean, some of the stuff you hear kids say to each other is wild. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, a blank? What are you, a blank? You know, oh, that's real cool. You and your little thing you know we just we just rip our passions out of each other so unless you're passionate about football as a guy in america you're you're in trouble right that kind of thing and i wonder how many people are actually passionate about it for themselves rather than for social acceptance hi there this is dr taryn mccarthy and i am the host of the business of happiness podcast which would not be in existence were it not for the one and only Kevin Palmieri. He helped me put it together with his great expertise and every week his whole team works tirelessly to get these podcasts uploaded to Buzzsprout and to deliver my content to my audience. I am so grateful. I couldn't say enough about him. Please, if this is something you're considering, I highly recommend him. Well, and then the other, the other interesting piece of it is if you're passionate about finances and science and making the best possible decision, I'm uh -huh. passionate about cars, which is none of that. It's actually not a good decision, but I don't care. <laughs> you can see how one of my deep seated fears is my, pa one of my passions is going to create distance between you and I. Right. So I remember saying to you, like, I want to have a bunch of cars. I know it's dumb. And I know it's materialistic, but it's been a dream of mine since I was a little boy. I never thought I'd be able to have nice things. That's what mm -hmm. I want. I, I've always wanted that. Do I want to? 
do I want a lot of the other things that people might aspire? Do I want to go on a ton of fancy vacations and stuff? No, not really. I don't really care about that. That That's not... I think Taryn will want to do that, so I'll want to do that for her, but I want to have cars. That's what I want. But I also know it's not a good financial decision, and I know you know that. But there is a way to make it... I like where this is going. I like this, where this is, conversation is yeah, going. Yeah, 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 right. Well... Think about it, Kev. We have a business that's built on helping people achieve their goals and dreams. If yeah. you're not achieving your goals and dreams, we're not leading by example. That's fair. Now, you don't need 50 cars that all cost a half million dollars. That fair. would be not optimal for our business. But leading by example and, and achieving your dreams, I think, needs to happen. And so it's a very vulnerable conversation. Even right now, Kevin and I in real time, this is a vulnerable conversation. Mm. Just like I have a dream to have an incubator program like Y Combinator where young people come, they want to start a company and they have tons of time and effort and a big idea, but they have no money and they have no experience. And so as an older man later on in life, I'm going to have plenty of experience and plenty of money, but not any time and effort left. <laughs> so I'm going to mentor these young people to, to start. So Y Combinator is a company that's called an incubator program. I'll go quick with this, but you know, DoorDash was started there. I think Twitter, you know, a bunch of companies, Pandora was started there. Uber. And, and an incubator program is like a hardcore school for business that. Kind of like a mini Shark Tank sort of thing, but like more behind the scenes and less flashy crap. Nothing against Shark Tank, but yeah. So, less reality TV stuff. Hmm. And, you know, that's a dream of mine. And so at the end of the day, I think we don't share our dreams and achieve our dreams and achieve our passions and live a life of passion because we're so afraid to lose relationships. But what's ironic about that is that your relationships are supposed to be a byproduct of living in your passions. Hmm. Because the law of attraction doesn't work when you're not living in your passions. Yeah. Someone came to... Go ahead. No, no, go, go. Someone came to, came to Kev once behind the scenes and said, hey, my cat is having some troubles. What do you think about X, Y, Z? And Kev talked to me after that. He's like, look at how interesting that is. Because I'm the ultimate cat dad, she associates cats with me. Hmm. And I'm sitting there going, I have a cat, <laughs> right? But I haven't branded myself. I haven't, I kind of have now a little more, but I haven't branded myself as the ultimate cat dad. We're afraid to brand ourselves. We are. We're afraid to share these things because then when when that gets attacked or torn down, it's so close. To, it's like, you know, it messes with our identity. Yeah. I think it's a core value. I Think about it. Uh, why do I want to, why do I, why do I want to rap? Why do I love rapping? It's creativity, which is a core value of mine. It's freedom. I can say whatever I want and rap kind of rap about things that I don't normally talk about. It's just different. There's more, I can actually have like more ego when I rap. I don't like having ego in real life. There's a competitive aspect to it. There's a lot of, there's a lot of core values wrapped up in our passions. Why? So if you're out there and you have a core value or you have a passion of hiking, why? Maybe it's a core value of exercise. Maybe it's a core value, value of nature. Maybe it's a core value of, um, uh, variety. I couldn't think of the word. Variety. You you are somebody who really, really, really needs variety. And you like seeing different places and trying different things. And 
I, I think that's one of the big reasons why. And then to your point, if somebody was to come out and say cats are terrible and they're the worst thing ever and you're soft because you don't like dogs, I don't think that would affect me that much. It's like, whatever. I, I Cool, man. Whatever. The, the lions are the king of the jungle, just so you know. Okay? But There's with, no dogs in yeah. the jungle. Okay? <laughs> Kev, but with that said, this goes back to the unlovable ver- versus not good enough. Yes. If I were to say, you're never going to have that car. I'd punch you in your throat. No, no. Well, okay. Would you be offended? I think you just answered. But the point, and I'm not saying that, by the way, that was a hypothetical yeah, yeah, I know. attack. So, uh, fake attack. Not anymore. I wouldn't be offended anymore. But in the past, it would have, right? Definitely. Yes. It would have been like, dude, you're never going to have your dream car. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Saying that dream car that's 260 grand or whatever, the AMG GTR thingy. Nice. Well done. I didn't mean to lessen it there. I think no, I no, just you're did good. on accident. No, you're good. You're good. I'm proud of you for getting it right. I have it right here. I actually He's got, got it. it. You already bought it. I just, <laughs> right they sent me the little one. I'm, I'm waiting on the big one. Well, you know, what's interesting is I didn't realize that that might be offensive. The no. fact that I'm like the HAMG DTR thingy. I don't, and again, this is a learning experience for me too. I don't care. Hmm. You, you could pull up in that thing. I might not even notice. <laughs> Genuinely. I mean, I would because I'd be like, well, where'd you get that? But it, it's, I just don't know how to care about that. It's okay. It's okay that I don't care and it's Definitely. okay that you do. But we are afraid to lose our relationships. We're afraid to lose each other. We're afraid to be ridiculed. But if I said you could never get that car, that would hurt you so much. Mm. So it's, it's, it's vulnerable to share your fucking dreams. Pardon my French. Emilia, she shared her dreams with me when we were a couple months in to our relationship. And she was so scared. And I remember thinking, like, sweetheart. She's like, well, they're really big. I'm like, babe, that's Okay. <laughs> hello <laughs> you know just joking but my dreams are large like you're you're safe here i promise you're safe here but i know why yeah when she shared those dreams with other people in the past those those passions she got ridiculed of like yeah right yeah, yeah. right that's not gonna happen and you know what's ironic about that if you do have a lot of self-belief when people crap on your dreams it actually motivates you mm. I know that's not the case for everybody, but there was a post in Next Level Nation two days ago or today. Today. It was either today or yesterday that talked about what motivates you. And I shared this vulnerably. I said, you know what motivates me? Bullies. When I was on the basketball court and I was like scrawny, I remember I would practice extra hours and eventually I was way better than all those bullies. And that motivates me. It always has. So, but I know not everyone's like that, by the way. So if being attacked actually demotivates you, then you got to be careful. And then, of course, you got to play close to the hip and you're probably unlikely to share your passions. Maybe you paint and maybe you're so afraid to put your work out there. And so hopefully this unlocks something for everybody because underneath all of this is just fear. I'm afraid. Kevin's afraid. And we will live fulfilling, aligned, magnificent lives to the extent that we overcome and admit that we are afraid. Another good one. I enjoy, I enjoy this topic very much, way more than I expected. So hopefully, whether you're watching or listening, you didn't hate the last two episodes we did because we did two of them back to back. I don't know what we're going to do for tomorrow's episode because we're out here jeffing. There's been a lot. It's just there's a lot going on. So we have to get dialed back in. And again, that's one of the beautiful things that we've always aspired to is giving you the behind the scenes. I don't know what the next episode's going to be because I'm very overwhelmed and Alan's very overwhelmed and we got on here and laughed at each other and said, oh my goodness, 
what are we doing? So I don't know. I don't know what it is. Please we're join out here next. Jeffing. That's what we're, we're out, doing. We're out here, Jeffin. Please join Next Level Nation if you haven't. Again, it's a great place to say, hey, based on episode number one thousand four hundred eighty-seven and one thousand four hundred eighty-eight, here are a few of my passions that I haven't necessarily felt comfortable sharing with certain people. I promise you can do it, Next Level Nation, because again. Alan, myself, and the amazing team are trying to lead the charge with owning our weird. And if you think your passions are weird, maybe they are, but they're not going to be weird in a place filled with people who love weird stuff. So please join our private Facebook group, Next Level Nation. Again, tomorrow for episode number 1,489, it's going to be something good. I don't know what yet, but I promise it will be valuable. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Share your passions. Next Level Nation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.